Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Double Bs. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Agri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% pain, and 100% need his name up in lights he just wants to be heard whether it's the beat of the mic he feels so unlike everybody else alone in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know but no he knows the code it's not about the salary it's all about reality and making some noise making a story making sure his click stays up that means when he puts it down time picking it up let's go Anyway, he never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds His skill of an artist 20% skill 80% fear Be 100% clear Cause Ryu was ill Who would have thought He'd be the one That set the West in flames and I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game. Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church. I like bleach, man. Why you had the stupidest verses? Dude, it's the truth. Now everybody giving them guest spots and stocks through the roof. I heard from with death This is 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% Sick and he's spitting fire and might Got him out the dryer, he's hot Found him in Fort Minor with top But a f***ing nihilist porcupine He's a f***, he's a f***, the type Women wanna be within rappers Hope he gets Eight years in the making Patiently waiting to blow Now the record with your notice Taking over the globe He's got a partner in crime His f*** is equally dope You won't believe the kind of That comes out of this kid's throat He's not your everyday on the block He knows how to work with wood He's got making his way to the top He don't think it's a common on his name People keep asking him, was it? Giving that birth or does he stand for an act? But no, he's living proof Let him rock in the booth He'll get you wasn't quicker than a shot of vodka with juice Juice, him and his crew are known around as one of the best Dedicated to what they do and get 100% Nobody really knows how or why he works so hard It seems like he's never got time Because he writes every note and he writes every line And I've seen him at work when that light goes on in his mind It's like a design is written in his head every time before he... The thing about it is, I thought he had really called a, a really good game during the game And we had great communication and all those type things But then when I came in Sunday and watched the game He really kept uh, the University of Florida Who has a wonderful defensive coordinator uh, Kept them off balance And I really thought he did a great job of mixing and matching and, and, And they did a nice job on offense Of changing what we were doing at times Because of what they were doing I just thought there was great communication I thought he called an excellent game all right, welcome in on a great Thursday. Hope everybody's off to a good start today. That was Sam Pittman on his coach's show last night, and he just got what was, I don't know if it's the biggest win of his career, but maybe the most important win of his career last weekend in the Swamp, and he sounds like a million dollars. Eric Musselman's team just beat Alcorn State, and he sounds like uh, he screamed his head off and couldn't hardly speak the other day. So, Anyway, uh, I'm glad that Coach Pittman is in good voice, and certainly his team is in good shape or better shape than they were before the Florida game and still have a little bit of a, a reason to dream, a, to, to sleep for chance to dream. That is Razorback football right now. Talk to someone at the gym this morning, and, and what it does, it, it makes this Auburn game exciting. You, you care about this game. You're looking forward to watching it, or uh, I know a lot of people that are going to the, to the game this weekend. And, and wouldn't have been, probably. I don't know. That's a great question. I don't know if they would. And he made the great point, if, and it's still a big if, they take care of business this week and next week, I I think the Missouri game will be very exciting and people will go to that game even though it's over the Thanksgiving break and you're going to have a nice crowd. If they lost or if they lose, mm-hmm. what kind of a crowd do you have? Dumpy, awful, yeah. terrible. And the, that could be bad 
for the coaching staff. I don't think it matters if you win the next two. I still think you're going to struggle to get people there. Because, again, it is, it's a tough crowd regardless. And if they were, like, fighting to get to nine wins, I think it would be different yeah. to some degree. Yeah. Um, I don't know that people are going to rearrange their Thanksgiving plans if they're planning to be out of town to go. That's always a tough get. But it certainly is a lot more intriguing if they're playing for a bowl game. Well, and then what you have are some other <laughs> Excuse me. You I know some, you're emotional about Arkansas football. You have get some other up. people that maybe not get the opportunity to go to normal games, but some tickets will be available, yeah. and they'll gobble up those tickets. Gobble. I see what you did there because Thank of Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's really cute. So, I hope so. I mean, you know, and weather will have a, an impact, I would think. You know, you can always get some inclement weather that weekend. I don't know. It'd be fun, though. I mean, if it's if they're playing for a bowl game, it'll be an entertaining day, yes. or an intriguing day, at least. Yes. Sir? I didn't say anything. I know, but I want you to. Oh, uh, hi. I'm trying to adjust my mic. It keeps going up. Okay. No uh, question of the day today, Christian. Let's get it right out of the gate, because it's really dovetailing off of what we talked about yesterday, talking about the playoff, and Arkansas is not going to be in it. But Missouri, if there was a 12-team playoff, I guess if they had... Uh, if they had won out, if they do win out, maybe they would be in the conversation at least. Are they two no, losses? No doubt. No, they, they, they're one loss, and they have Tennessee no. this week. Missouri? Missouri, two losses. They lost to LSU. Oh, and then last week to yep. Georgia, yeah. Yep. Uh, they would be right, you know, with wins over Tennessee this week and uh, Florida the next week and Arkansas the next week, they would be in the conversation. I think so. Yeah. They'd probably need a little help, need some teams to lose. But Christian and I, one time when you were off, uh, we went back and looked at previous years and how many two-loss teams, two-loss teams in the SEC would be in the top 12. Hmm. So, yeah, I think there would be be an opportunity there for them. But right now we're focused on one-loss teams, and we went through a million scenarios yesterday, and there is a lot to be played out yet. Oregon State is really the fly in the ointment for a couple of teams, Washington and Oregon potentially, and they're a top 15 team themselves. Now, I don't think they're going to be able to work their way into the conversation by any stretch. They have two losses already, I assume. So otherwise, they wouldn't be ranked 13th. They'd be ranked higher than that. But anyway, um, Oregon and Oregon or Oregon and Michigan, Oregon, Oregon and Washington both have to play Oregon State. Uh, so we were looking at which one-loss team do you think has the best shot to get in? And again, if you are talking about one-loss teams, you have to assume they're winning their conference title. Yes. So Alabama winning the conference yes. title. Uh, Oregon winning the conference title. Mm-hmm. And who's the other one, Kristen, we were talking about? Texas. Texas, Texas, right. And the other one would be the Michigan-Ohio State loser, which you're assuming they aren't winning their conference title, but they certainly have a good resume, if you're Ohio State at least, because Michigan's resume is not very good nope. uh, as a one-loss team. I think Michigan's out of the conversation. Even though I think Michigan might arguably be the best team in America, I think they're out of it because of their resume if they don't beat Ohio State. They would have one quality win, assuming they beat Penn State this week. Right. That's good. I was going to say two, but no, you're right. Only one. Right. Exactly. I don't know what their best win to date is. They don't either. They don't have They don't have one. Their, their best win so far is against the NCAA, not getting uh, in deeper trouble over this whole, uh, I call it an air quote scandal, but whatever. Uh, I, somebody sent me a note today that said that they found no wrongdoing by Harbaugh in the mix on this thing. Did you see that? Because we were supposed to get that information. Was that from Michigan? No. It was, that was from the NCAA? <laughs> it was a, yeah. I think it was an independent journalistic uh, outlet that uh, sent it out. Yeah. I'll have to double-check the, the source on that. Now, I have read that in previous stories that, that Harbaugh knew nothing about it. That was the claim, and of course that's what he would say. But it goes back to uh, even what we were hearing from Joe Klein yesterday, that this came out years ago. This is your team. You need to know what's going on. Ignorance is not an excuse that I didn't know what was going on. They never told me. You got to know. Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh is not being implicated by the NCAA in the alleged sign stealing scandal at Michigan, according to Ross Dellinger and Dan Wetzel of Yahoo Sports. The NCAA's findings do not connect the in person scouting and recording of opponents' sidelines to Harbaugh, sources say. So they were just telling the coordinators mm-hmm. while they were calling. Mm-hmm. Calling it, but they didn't tell Jim what was going on. How convenient. Mm-hmm. Sure. I don't want to know. Yep. Don't tell me. Yep. I don't know about that. Uh, tonight, you got uh, NFL football. We're going to hear a little bit from. Sort of. You'd be nice. <laughs> it's not a premier game, admittedly. Chicago with a chance to win another game, though. Do they want to? Yeah, I think they already got the second and third pick, no matter what, so it doesn't matter. What's best for uh, the Bears tonight as far as draft picks? To win or to lose? It doesn't matter. They got the second and third pick next year, right? Well, no. Well, as of right now, but yeah. they ha- whose pick do they have? Carolina's. Okay. 
All right, I understand. Okay, I understand. So the other one's based on positioning, you're saying? Yeah. How they finish? Well, yes. One of them's their own, so. Yeah. yeah. I guess they need to look, <laughs> we need to look at the remaining schedules for those two teams and who has the tougher schedule. Is it between the these two for the top? Who's the top Who's the top pick right now? Uh, Cardinals, Arizona. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'm assuming Chicago will try to win. Well, Kyler Murray coming back, and uh, their running back is uh, is coming back. I'd assume but, you'd want to beat the Panthers, even though they could they probably could go winless the rest of the way. Yeah, yeah. But they play in the South, so they'll have some games they can win. True. Why don't you go? <laughs> Tyler Bajan needs to not throw the ball to the other team if they want to have a chance to win. If he takes care of the ball last week, they might have beaten the Saints. Yeah. To your point about the South, so I talk trash, but. The Saints are leading the South at 5-4, and four, and we all know that they are pretty flawed. What's the biggest thing you were looking to do better this week? Yeah, uh, not turn the ball over. Yes, not turn the ball <laughs> over. Thank you, Tyler Bagent. That is exactly right. He's no dummy. He's a great story. He's the only reason I'm watching tonight because he is an intriguing story being a small school guy, and he's fun to watch. I've watched him a lot this year. He's a fun guy to watch. And again... It is mostly two teams that are trying to stay out of their own way, right? Mm. And you got two teams that have basically bumbled their way into a whole bunch of losses in most cases. Mm. But I think Chicago does a lot more things right on a regular basis than Carolina does. That's why Carolina stinks and they haven't covered all year. So I may have to watch tonight. I don't think I've watched or seen either one of these teams besides highlights. I take it back. Carolina's covered one game, the one game they won. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Uh, it's only the second time all year Chicago's been a favorite, so I'm we sure all, they're enjoying that. And we also have high school football tonight. Playoffs start tonight. Park Parkview. at home, War Memorial Stadium, taking on Alma. Airedales, let's go. Yeah, it'll be a fun game. Make, will it? Yeah. No. Mm-mm. I mean, Parkview should. I mean, they've mercy ruled seven of their ten opponents. They should be the number one team in the state, even though our rankings, they put flip-flopped them and put Bryant number one. That's even fun. though Park, Parkview beat, beat Bryant yeah. at Bryant, which yeah. makes zero sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Parkview had lost. I don't know why you would. The easy, safe pick is Parkview. Parkview had more first-place votes, but they got edged out. I guess more people put Bryant number two than Parkview number two. Also, if you want to be like Michael Felder, you can watch Virginia Tech at Iowa tonight in women's basketball. I wouldn't normally promote that particular thing unless it was Arkansas, but I do think that uh, Kaylin Clark is always worth the price of admission. 7 o'clock on ESPN2. Speaking of worth the price of admission, uh, I watched last night, and... I just happened to flip on the NBA game, and the Knicks were hosting the Spurs. And I was really excited about seeing Slenderman, and uh, he had a really bad night. He had a bad game. Um, it's going to happen occasionally. The Knicks were making shots they didn't even take. Like, they could not miss for about a five-minute stretch. It was insane. Um, and, yeah, poor Wemby, is, he's fighting an uphill battle with the, the surrounding team he's got. But He's got a few... Good teammates. I think Devin Vassell's still out, so that doesn't count. But they, he doesn't have a point guard. So. Well, they were singing the pra- – it's funny. They were talking to Collins, the kid that came from Gonzaga. He's solid. He was really not good last night. Yeah. But he, you, they showed his numbers. He's been okay. He missed a long stretch of an injury. But anyway, um, the Knicks were fun to watch. My brother's a Knicks fan. That's the only reason I pay any attention to him at all. He's been to see a game up at Madison Square you, Garden. You saw the fun Knicks game. Yeah. The, the fun. The one. <laughs> yeah. They're so. usually not fun. Anyway. So you got some options there tonight. There's some college football tonight, too. Virginia-Louisville. Louisville's trying to stay on track to play Florida State in the ACC championship game. Cavaliers are not good. Southern Miss, also not good. They're at Louisiana tonight, the team that just lost to Arkansas State. And Louisiana's about a 10-point favorite, so that just tells you what kind of year Southern Miss is having. 6.30 ESPNU. And Southern Indiana is playing... Michigan State tonight. Of course, the Fighting Izzos lost in their first game. I didn't know there was a Southern Indiana. SIU? I know Southern Illinois. I know Indiana State. Uh, yeah. Have you ever talked about them? No. What? No. It says S. Indiana, so I assume that's Southern Indiana. Unless they flipped it around, it should be Indiana the State. Southern Indiana Eagles. Never heard of them. I guess they're Division One. Otherwise, they wouldn't be playing right now. Seventh in the Ohio Valley. You're darn right they are. I'm proud of it. <laughs> what was I thinking? 
Anyway, that's the deal. So we got a busy show. Real quick before we bring in our first caller, if you want to join us, 661-1037. Southern Structural Solution text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Ask your record live fan feedback through our Listen Live button. We've got Devo Davis coming up in about 10 minutes. We've got Richard Davenport from the Democrat Gazette at 1045. Red White Report at 11. We'll hear more from Coach Pivin a little bit from Muss, and we'll talk about the signees with Richard as well as in the Red White Report. Quinn Grovey at 1110. Thanks to Bell and Sward. Dr. O'Malley from UAMS at 1130. Frank Scott Jr., the mayor of Little Rock at 11.45, talking about the ambassador program and what they're doing for Veterans Day. And then at 12.30, we will talk to Tom Murphy, who normally joins us on Fridays, but he's tied up tomorrow, and so we are going to get him on today. There you go. And the Average Guy Movie Review from Chris Alley. And Chris Alley joining us, courtesy of Rock and Roll Sushi. And I don't know why they're not on the calendar today, because I didn't I delete them. I on the calendar. Did you? Yeah. Hmm. Is it not on ours? Anyway. No, um, it's not. So is this the only segment we don't have a guest in? Um, yep. Yep. 1245. Chris Alley, 1220. It does have it. It has it at 1220 for me. Yep. Where is it? On the last page. Last page. Chris Alley. Oh, there it is. You're right. Somehow it got wedged in there between... Ellie yeah, it looks is, like it kind of printed over something. I don't know how that happened. Anyway. Uh, all right. Well, we're doing marvelous things in the printing department here at The Buzz. Let me check in with JW, and we'll take a break. What's up, JW? Hey, guys. Hey, man. We haven't won a game since Florida for two months, and we still got a chance for a bowl game. Isn't that crazy? Crazy. The sound of that. This goes to show you how so, great a coach uh, Sam Pittman know, is. You know, with Tennessee playing Missouri, there's a good chance Tennessee can, uh, you know, give Missouri a black eye, boy, and we catch them in the right time, you know, them kind of being down, you know, their expectations are already shot. So, but what I called for was, you know, how they replay the games from the weekend on the SEC Network, and I was watching Arkansas games in Florida, and there was something I noticed that I noticed in the uh, press conference, you know, this week, you know, and they're smiling. Pittman even sounds different. Mm-hmm. He doesn't sound defeated, even though they're probably there's a slight chance that they we don't make a. I mean, it's not a given that we're making a bowl, but just his whole demeanor has changed. Your whole demeanor has changed, huh? I said your whole demeanor has changed. Well, I'm trying to be a better man. We all are, buddy. Sometimes you gotta. <clears throat> yeah. So, well, you know, when things get down in the rut, sometimes you keep hearing the same thing. It's 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 easy to be negative when you're. When everything around you is negative, mm-hmm. you know, just just like the team, we we got high expectations. I don't want to get the dog tail off that, but anyway, what I want to ask is, I'm I noticing during the game. This is during the game. I can understand after the game because they won, they're all happy. They're actually happy during the game. I see them on the sidelines smiling, jumping around. They look like they had life again. That's what makes me think this team to be dangerous because they have hope. Let me tell you something about hope. If you have hope, you can conquer a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I just want to know... Is unless you're in Shawshank. Is that Shawshank? I said unless you're in Shawshank, then then hope's a terrible thing. Uh, yes. Unless you have a little spoon. You can, can drive a man insane. It's a good point. <laughs> but uh, I just want to know, is it Kenny G just because he's... Is, is it just one player? How How is the whole team affected, even the head coach, to have life because of one coach? It's amazing. My explanation is they lost faith in Dan Enos. They didn't like the plays he was calling. They didn't understand what he was doing. Uh, There was grumbling within the locker room that, you know, you're practicing these plays during the week, and then you get to Saturday, and he's not calling those plays. I mean, think about it. When your boss, that's literally, he's their boss, you question your boss, and you don't have faith in him. You're like, what the hell are we doing here? And then when they get rid of him, and then they bring in a guy that they like, and they practice, and they do what they do in, in the game, what they did in practice, then I think they got excited, and they played a lot different. We don't typically think of offensive coordinators as rah-rah guys. We typically talk about that on defense, but I do think then again, I haven't yeah. spent a lot of time around Dan, Dan Enos, but I've seen his delivery and I've seen the way he interacts with with interviews and things like that. He's not a particularly high energy guy, and I think Guyton might be a little easier guy to get behind as far no as doubt. that goes. It matters. Shouldn't maybe to some degree, but it does. Um, Jerry says on Asher Record Live fan feedback, "Hey guys, what's the scoop on baseball free agency? Cubs making moves? They're apparently after Otani." 
Ron Washington manager again? That was surprising. Mm. Uh, also, if I hear the Fort Minor song one more time, I might punch John Neighbors in the noggin. I don't know why you're going to hit him for our open song, but okay. We'll play it going into the break. Absolutely. <laughs> if you're going to punch somebody, make it somebody not on our show. We're fine with that. Um, also, real quick, before I take this call from Kurt, the uh, according to Kendall Trainer, not Kendall Trainer, Kendall, help me out, D1 Baseball, Kendall Rogers. Rogers, thank you. Um, they have settled on the perm opponents, I'm going to call them, perm opponents for baseball, and Arkansas is getting Ole Miss. Okay, like it. And Missouri. And I, I said to Josh, I said, what? I didn't know Missouri had baseball. But the thing is, really, like, again, who else are you going to stick Missouri with? They don't have a good fit for anything. Missouri's been decent a couple times, but they're not a power. Awesome. You know, look, it's awesome for Arkansas. That's three wins every year. <coughs> well, it's baseball. You never know. But Well, two yeah. out of three at sure. worst. Yeah, you'd think so. Kurt, what's up? Hey there, guys. Excuse me. Got a question for Wes right quick. Okay. I live in Bryant. I didn't get to watch the Bryant Parkview game because I had to work. And I've never been able to find out what happened at the end of that ball game. I mean, Parkview was up 28-20, to 20, and then Bryant scored, and then I saw the score was 27-28. to 28. Why did Bryant not go for two at the end of that ball game? I never have been able to find out. I don't think that was at the very end. I think it was uh, earlier in the game, and instead of chasing points, they just kicked the extra point. And I, they never scored again? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, think it was, I don't think it was at the end of the game. I think it was much earlier. Maybe even the third quarter. And this is all off the top oh, really? of my head from memory. I think they may have scored that touchdown in the third quarter. Uh, well, maybe so. I, I thought I saw on the box score or whatever. It was, you know, in the fourth. But I could be wrong. Like I said, I didn't get to see the game. But anyway, I just couldn't figure out why would you kick one when you go yeah. for two and tie. Yeah, that didn't, that wouldn't make any sense. All right. Well, listen, I appreciate it, fellas. Y'all have a good day. Yep. Thanks, Kurt. We got Devo coming up on the other side. Real quick, too, you've been talking about Benton, and Coach Conk, I think, picked them to win the 6A over Greenwood. Yes. I started looking no, through. Coach picked Gr- Greenwood. Did no, he? he didn't. I'm sorry. You're right. He picked Benton. I wrote it down for him. I started looking through their scores, and oh my. Uh, 56 7, 61-23, 63-7, 70-0 over Jacksonville, 50-20, to 56-31. 48-14. I mean, they are absolutely waxing people. Dear Lord. I mean, there's women and children watching, Coach. Take it easy over there. They, uh, they're they playing well. You think? Yeah, defensively and offensively. Clearly. I, I, I mean, even if if Little Rock Christian beats them, we're going to still have a great finals with Little Rock Christian Greenwood. Or if PA upsets Greenwood. Yep. Um, to me, those are the four top teams in 6A. And no matter who, who comes out of that, it's going to be a great championship game. We got to hit a break. Devo coming up. Slim Chickens of Central Arkansas presents Rolling with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer every Thursday at 6 on 1037 The Buzz. This is Sports Center. Another Wednesday night of Maction is in the books. Big time wins for three winning programs. Bowling Green got to bowl eligibility with a 49 to 19 win over Kent State. Miami of Ohio improves to 8 and 2 with a 19 nothing win over Akron. And then Toledo improves to a Mac Best 9 and 1 with a 49 23 victory over Eastern Michigan. Tonight in college football, two games going on. UVA takes on number 11, Louisville. At 6.30 on ESPN. And then in the Sun Belt, it's Louisiana taking on Southern Miss at 6.30 on ESPNU. And finally, in the National Football League tonight, it's the Chicago Bears hosting the Carolina Panthers at 7.15 on Amazon Prime Video. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. The best way to show up for tailgate season is with Mark McClarty Ford. Come see one of the largest selections of the best tailgating vehicles stadium parking lots have ever seen. And right now, take a whopping $12,000 off brand new Ford F-150s. That's $12,000 off. All with a five-star legendary car buying experience. Come visit Mark McClarty Ford today off Highway 67 and at markmclartyford.com. Better prices, even better customer service. 
River Valley Tractor, your leading Kubota dealer of Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor is closer than you think. A company that cares for you is right around the corner. RiverValleyTractor.com. With five great locations to better serve you, visit River Valley Tractor in Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, or Pine Bluff today, or find them at RiverValleyTractor.com. Work smarter, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. Tune in to Out of Bounds each Monday for Reaction Monday brought to you by Fleet Management Services. Serving Central Arkansas for over 20 years, they're your small to mid-sized fleet specialists. Fleet Management Services is looking for a maintenance tech. Oil changes, tires, general maintenance. 100% paid health insurance, match 401k, paid holidays, paid vacation. The right person can make $600 per week. Call 501-375-3672. This is David Dunn with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Do you own or operate Max, Volvos, Freightliners, Kenworths, Peterbilts, or international trucks? We can offer you the same dealership-level computer diagnostics with highly trained and professional mechanics without dealership wait times and cost. Whether you're a municipality, fleet, or small business with one truck, come see why our customers have made us the highest-rated independent repair shop in Arkansas. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Take exit 7 on I-440 or call 568-2185. The Zone in the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio is back. Want to get into the show but you can't call? Text 661-1037 and give us your thoughts. My nail tech knows how to keep a little secret. I don't wish for my success, I speak it. I caught a buzz and you did too, but you tweaking. I look like I've been getting money, how reeking. You smell me, that's LV. Walk around with my chest out of my skin smooth, I'm healthy. I'm in a mix and I'm handshaking, but most of y'all can't help me. Most of y'all ain't wealthy. Most of y'all just dress like it. I caught the vibe that y'all giving off and I'm trying to make myself less like it. This chick got a little porch body. I'm <laughs> The Zone is joined by Razorback guard and fan favorite, Devo Davis. Davis. Davis going right to the rack. Pretty finish with his left hand. Devo grew up in Jacksonville, so it only makes sense that he's brought to you by Guatney Chevrolet. Guatney Chevrolet is the gold standard for car shopping experience. And Devo Davis sets the gold standard for basketball play. It's Davis for the lead. Visit GuatneyChevrolet.com to see all the great deals. Now, let's hit the hardwood with Devo Davis. Devo, welcome back. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm good. Let me ask you a crazy question out of the gate. And I'm not trying to be insane here, but um, you guys have a set of stated goals before a season, like you want to do this or you want to do that, conference title, make the tournament, Sweet 16, Final Four. Whatever. You and I talked last week about – Final Four is a goal for you as a guy who's been to the Elite Eight already. That's the next step. But do you guys have a, a listed set of goals for the season? Do you guys do that? Um, of course. Um, I mean, um, for a team that we have, uh, the caliber we have now, I mean, we set goals such as, like, winning all the non-conference games and things like that. So, I mean, um, little small goals, uh, little team goals. Um, we set defensive goals, um, try to get um, – a certain amount of passes and things like that throughout mm-hmm. throughout certain games and things like that. So I mean, small achievements throughout games and and, and certain games, especially, is um, a big emphasis on. I say this uh, on what we look at. Yeah. Well, I say this only happened just because. I mean, this is the most. I mean, I, I'm excited. I mean, it's early, obviously, but if you guys can stay healthy, uh-huh. I was joking the other day. I said. These guys may screw around and go undefeated. Now, that's not normally a goal for people in basketball because it's not important necessarily to go undefeated. But it sure would be cool if you could do it. Is that something you guys ever talk about? Yeah, for sure. And, and we know we got the team to be able to do it, which is crazy, you know. And so, um, you saying that, um, and I'm glad that you're, you're, you're uh, wishing it on this, you know, because, I mean, there's always a, a goal for a team, uh, especially with a team like ours, just – um, going to every game and, and exactly like you said, win. And I feel like we could win out, really, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that hard? Yes, it's college basketball, you know what I mean. And we got a lot of opponents that we have to face. But, yeah, um, 
winning out it would be amazing. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. That, that sounds crazy. You know, um, you got thirty plus games, but yeah, that that'd be a um, a, a great achievement. And, and however long we do go with with the wins we do um, having on our resume, I think they'd be really, really good wins. Um, even going into it later in the season, so yeah, yeah. Um, just that's, that's just something that um, you looking at, and, and that's how most coach must think as well. You know, I mean, he's, he's a winner, and that's how he thinks. So. You know, most people would say, oh, this team has a lot of shooters, or this team has guys that can handle the ball. or what? I'm thinking defense. Like, I like the dogs you guys have defensively. How would you compare this to the other teams? Is this the best team, second best team? How would you compare it defensively against the other teams you've been on? Yeah, um, I mean, with a, with a, uh, a, uh, not a lot of games to show right now, um, defensively, I think we can really improve, you know. And, and, and like you said, we are a really good defensive team. Um this year, but I feel that we can get even better, and, and I think the guys think that as well. And ranking this team on a defensive end, I would say um, potential could could be first. You know, with all the athleticism and all the abilities that guys on the team does have, um, it, it could definitely be first. Um, but uh, we have to play and have a handful more games, you know, so we can still figure each other out and, and, and figure figure things out. Um, when it comes to the defense again, because that's really the hard part. Um, when it comes to the college game, um, figuring out schemes on the defense again to try to stop the opponent and stuff. Um, first or second, um, depending on how the how how the rest of the season goes, for sure. I think first or second could be um, in that in that margin for this team. Okay. I was impressed with the defense in the first half. There were several times Alcorn State, they, they couldn't even get a quality look. Um, they were just yeah. throwing stuff up at the shot clock. Now, Coach Moss on the coaches' show said that uh, he thought your offense was further along and was better than your defense uh, Monday night. What was the issue with the defense? I mean, you held them at 59 points. Uh, how, do you, how would you critique the defense? Yeah, um, it's just a lot of small things that, we um, tend to pick up on and, and know that we, as a team, have to do in a game, and that's something behind closed doors and in practice that we all talk about. And, and we try to execute, execute those small things to best our best ability. Um, I know for sure that when it comes to playing, playing with the, the the team that we do have, I think I think – Offense isn't going to be a problem, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and once everybody learns the defensive schemes and things like that, on the defensive end, it, 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 it'll catch up to our offense. So I think our offense is, is, is going to be much better right now. But towards the end of the year, um, I think we for sure will be a better defensive team. And, and shooting the ball is something we really are good at, you know, um, with this team. But besides shooting, um, defense is going to win you games. Um, majority of the time in college, you know what I mean, and, and you got to get stops. And so, I think rounding rounding it out um, with this team, um, shots won't be a problem. Going in the basket, we do have to pick up on the small things on the defensive end, so that we are um, better every single game um, and every single night going in, going into um, these games. We talked last week, Devo, a little bit about TB, and obviously he's back, and I know he's probably still trying to work himself back to 100%. But back to doing, mm-hmm. you know, TB things. I mean, flushing on dudes, highlight reel. I mean, the thing about this team is, and partially because of him and the rest of you guys, I mean, it's uh, obviously a lot of guys are contributing, but it, it is appointment, I think, radio or television for people right now because it's just freaking fun to watch, and he is leading the way. W- what did you think of his performance, and how close do you think he is to full strength? Yeah, um, he, he he looks excellent, and, and I mean, of course, y'all see it in the game, but um, I see it in practice. You know what I mean? Man, I think he's 100 percent on what it looks like to me. He mm-hmm. looks really good, and I know that um, when he first stepped on uh, on the on the court for pro day, which is his first time going live live, mm-hmm. um, he looked really good. You know, for the first time in back after and and we knew that the process was going to be slow because um, nobody wanted to rush um, an injury back. You know what I mean? And so um, with him being back, the whole dynamic of the team just changes, you know, um, when it comes to him being on the perimeter, he can shoot the ball. You know what I mean? And then he's got 
just guys that's coming out the blues, dunking on people and things <laughs> like that. And so I mean, you just don't get that everywhere. You know what I mean? And, and with the ability he does have, uh, he's going to be really great um, in the future. Um, and I know he's going to be fine. Um, like the remainder of this year, he's going to continue to prove that um, he's back and stronger and better than ever, you know? Yeah. Well, if he's not 100%, I'm going to pray for the rest of your opponents because they're in big trouble. Hmm. Devo Davis <laughs> with us. Thanks to Guatney Chevrolet. Devo, uh, does it seem like to you, you guys are, are pressing more, whether it's half court, three quarter, full court? Uh, it felt like there was more press in this game against Alcorn State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we tend to, we tend to um, pick up ball of. Uh, uh, full court now, um, and maybe if we don't, if, and maybe in some schemes we don't have um, man coverages, we have zone coverages as well, and, stuff, and, and getting back into uh, whatever coverages we're in on the half court. But yeah, because um, uh, most of them are trying to pick up the tempo a little bit with this group. Um, you know, we got a lot of guys that that are older and stuff. Um, older, we um, expect less turnovers, um, and so. Uh, I feel at this team run more points for us um, on the scoreboard and 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 like we just talked about more highlights from a lot of guys. You know what I mean? It's a, yeah, um, Preston um, hasn't really been a key the last few years, but um, it's really not a press. You know, it's just um, us being able to be aggressive on the defensive end and and try to get stops and turnovers and lead them into a fast break point. I know blockers got on the headband, but there are certain things that he does and, and the way he moves. I, I thought it was you a couple of times. <laughs> I had to look at the number. Uh, what do you see in blocker? Yeah, he's a dog. He's a dog. He uh, he wants to get better every day. Um, he he know he want he he know he wants to improve his game. You know what I mean? And, and not every kid coming in from high school into college is pushing himself to the to the full extent and practices and, and going hard and doing a lot of small things. And even though he fouled out last year, um, you can tell how hard he played. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and that's all Coach Bus fights. You know what I mean? And, and regardless of him, uh, how many minutes he played at night, he, I feel he's going to play hard and he's going to play his minutes. And I think that's something that Coach um, Bus is really huge all about the lane blocking. But he's going to be uh, really good. He's going to be really good. But he got a bright future. Uh, Garner Webb coming up on Friday night. I guess it's tomorrow, uh, Devo. And this is a team that played a lower level team and, and won handily in their first game. They really crashed on the offensive glass. What's the focal point for you guys in the game Friday? Box out. Yeah. <laughs> you got to box out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they hit the glass in their first game. Ton of rebounds. Twenty five offensive rebounds. I saw. But again, they're playing a D two school, but still. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's still insane. You know, it's basketball, right? right. You got you got three or four guys getting four to five plus of um, um, offensive rebounds. It's like insane, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, uh, we want to make sure we just box out and and, and those come with um, making sure we listen to the coaching staff and, and make sure we do all the little small details so that those guys won't come in here thinking that they can just offensive rebound and, and, and things like that because that's not what you know we're wanting. And so you know we. You know they play hard, and we know that they got a few guys returning, and um, a few lead guys that's um, in the Big South. And so um, we, we know that they're gonna come in here uh, and try and, and try to hit us on the top of our head. Don't be ready. Last year, you guys had a very young team. This year, it's a very old team, a lot of experience. Have you noticed any difference with Coach Musselman? Yeah, he's more calm. He's more cool, calm, and collected. You know what I mean? He's trusting. Um, the guys that that he put on the court, and I think that's something that um, I wouldn't say he didn't do last year. Um, he just had to coach a little bit more last year because we have more guys on the court that have, haven't really experienced the college basketball world. You know what I mean? And so uh, it just comes with it comes with like the players and, and and them and not them, but us listening and being able to take coaching and be able to just hear out what he has to say and and his staff has to say it so that we can execute what they have to say so we can get the job done. And I think I think regardless of the age, I think um, every team does that. I think this team, he just don't have to explain and talk and um, overreact as much, you know? Mm. Yeah. 
I think I saw I see a little bit of it on the sideline. I mean, he's intense as ever, but just yeah. a little different. Yeah, he I mean he. Oh yeah, he's all yeah. That's never going to change. He's always going to be intense. He's just you know he's just um, a little calmer, a little calmer. Yeah. And I and I say that because I've been here this my fourth year. So, <laughs> I didn't see it at all. Yeah. <laughs> well, he blew his he blew his voice out on week one. So tell him to take it easy over there. I mean, I, don't, I, I mean, he's going to be able to talk he by the third week. <laughs> I know he came to practice with. And he had a few of the coaches talking for him, reading out the, the practice plan and things <laughs> like that. So he couldn't even speak. But when he needed to speak, we heard him. So that's a good thing about it. Does, does anybody do a muscleman impression on the, on the team? <laughs> um, I, don't, uh, I don't know who probably the bench, but I know I know who got a really good muscle impression. I know um, Kane Arbogast. Okay. Uh, one of the walk-ons. Yeah. Great muscle impressions. He, um... He's known Musk since he was like nine years old. So I mean, trust me, he's been around Musk. Yeah, he, that's how long he's been around Musk. Yeah. So, uh, he, I think he, I think he'll win that battle right there. Yeah, we may have to get him on and let him do a Musk impression for us. That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I might have to put him on one time. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to put him on one time while um, while while we on here. I'm be sure good. y'all laugh. Y'all, y'all laugh the rest of the day. Yeah, it'll be good. I may have him running bleachers, but it'll be funny for us, so that's okay. <laughs> Devo, thank you. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I think he's got better things to do than listen to our show. But listen, I appreciate you, man. Take care. Good luck tomorrow. We'll talk to you next week. Oh, yeah, for sure. Appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for having me. You bet. Thanks, Devo. I'll see y'all. All right. Bye-bye. And thanks to Guadney Chevrolet. 1046, we're going to talk to... Uh, Richard Davenport from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette about the future of Razorback basketball. Got two big signings yesterday. Uh, I saw softball had a huge signing class as well. Women's basketball. Everybody was busy yesterday. It was a good day on the hill for sure. And I don't know how much uh, Richard had a chance to pay attention to what everybody else was doing outside of men's basketball, but it was certainly a good day for them. Speaking of Guatney Chevrolet, right now they've got their uh, red tag sale going on. You do not have to wait until Black Friday to get great deals at Guatney Chevrolet. They know maybe you need to get something now. Can't wait another couple of weeks, so they're going to go ahead and throw out that red tag bonus cash. And you don't have to make a payment until February on some of these new vehicles. That's a great thing right now at Guadney Chevrolet. 1.9% financing on Silverados. All kinds of great deals at Guadney Chevrolet. Go to the website, GuadneyChevrolet.com. Take a look at all the inventory and figure out what you want. Then head to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville and take advantage of some of these incentives. They got the 2024s coming in. They're trying to get rid of the 2023s. And if you're looking for a previously owned vehicle, they've got some cars out there for as little as less than $300 a month on your payments. That's very affordable. Go see what they can do for you. Guatney Chevrolet at Gregory Street Exit in Jacksonville. Team, it's snowing again tomorrow. They're predicting two to three feet. Tis the overtime season for Frank Snowplows. Kelly, can you take another shift? Let it snow, quality driver applicants. Hey guys, know anybody else with a D license? Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Dell's Black Friday event is their biggest sale of the year. Shop limited time deals on laptops like the stylish, innovative XPS 13, engineered to do it all on the Intel Evo platform. Plus, save big on ultra-sharp monitors and top-brand accessories. It's the perfect time to upgrade any home, business, or gaming setup powered by Intel Core processors. Shop now at dell.com slash deals to take advantage of huge savings and free shipping. Again, that's dell.com slash deals. Congratulations, you're having a little girl. At that moment, everything changed. Our hopes and dreams for ourselves were instantly replaced by our hopes and dreams for her. We got life insurance policies from Shelter Insurance, so that regardless of what life throws at us, we'll still be able to provide the world to her. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See shelter agents Chad Kesterson in Arkadelphia, Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff, or Blake Jumper in Benton. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. Factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, 
You'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. Did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader in central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel-free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you. Have questions about retirement, investments, or your money? Call our financial hotline. Dial 501-381-5228 and leave a voicemail with your specific financial question, and our experts will answer it on the Get Ready for the Future show Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Get your financial questions answered by the pros. 501-381-5228. Call now. Securities offered through LPL Financial Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Independent Advisor Alliance. Independent Advisor Alliance and Genwell Financial Advisors are separate entities from LPL Financial. Hey, Optimus! Watney Unplugged airs Saturdays at 9 a.m. Is that the one with Scott Romine as host? It sure is. We should listen. I agree. Autobots, transform and roll out. If you're looking for the best midday sports talk show in all of the land, look no further than The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio with Justin Acri and Wes Moore. Christian Weaver, Justin Acre, and the greedy Wes Moore joining us here. In the, uh, we're all here together in the studio, the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Wes is complaining, Christian, because he didn't get his way with Arkansas's perm opponents in baseball. Wanted, wanted Ole Miss, got that, and you're mad about Missouri because you don't like easy series. Uh, Pigskin just texted me a little bit ago and said Max Scherzer went to Missouri. Would have never guessed that. Mm. You could have given me... 217 I guesses. I would not have guessed that. I wouldn't either. No. No. I was wanting LSU. I mean, that would be my number one choice. I, I think it's a great series. It's become a rivalry. They get after it. And whether it's in Baton Rouge or in Fayetteville, there's just something there. Uh, Ole Miss would be my second choice. How often, I think it's the top two. How often will you play your not permanent That's opponent? That's a good I question. Wonder. Yeah. I agree with you. I mean, I like to play LSU, too. It's a fun... Any team that I get excited about rooting against, it's good. And those are really the two Ole Miss and, and LSU, for sure. But on the bright side, that should be some easy, easier games against Missouri. So, Max Scherzer went to Missouri, and I can tell you that uh, Arkansas has a couple of guys that will be touting the Hogs as their alma mater at some point, or at least the school they attended for a year before they went to the NBA. A <laughs> uh, couple of big signees for basketball. Richard Davenport of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, Mr. Recruiting, joining us now on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Richard, welcome. Big day on the Hill yesterday, not just for men's basketball, but it looked like for a lot of folks yesterday. Busy day. Yeah, early signing periods for every sport other than football. Football is December the 20th through the 22nd, early signing period. So uh, a lot of a lot of new Razorbacks, and uh, you were talking about uh, as far as basketball, uh, Jalen Shelley, 6'8", 6'9", about uh, 190. Uh, consensus uh, four-star small forward who uh, very versatile Uh, man I tell you what he can handle the ball for a big guy Uh, he he almost looks like a little uh, has a little bit of point guard in him but uh, uh, can do it all uh, inside outside mid-range adequate from the three needs to work on that same with Isaiah uh, Elam Uh, he's he's a consensus four-star 6'5 about 205 very physically uh, mature for his, uh, for a high school kid. A lot of times you see guys 6'4", six, 6'5", six, in high school. They're 170, 180, maybe 185. But uh, he's already uh, developed pretty good and won't have a, as big of an adjustment to, to, to the college game as uh, some other guys his size as far as the height. But uh, uh, very similar. Good, outstanding penetrator to the basket. Uh, good mid-range game. Strength is a as a plus, as uh, kind of noted, as far as his uh, physical uh, 
uh, stature, uh, and then uh, uh, adequate from a three-point. Both of those guys that need to continue to uh, improve from that area. Are they done for basketball? Yeah. Uh, Unless something comes out of the the air that I'm, you know, out of nowhere that I'm not aware of, from what I understand this to be it, I think you're probably going to see two or three guys a year uh, signed in uh, basketball uh, as far as high school and then the rest portal. I think I think that's I think that's almost uh, pretty standard. That's, I think I think I think you're just going to see less guys in high school signed by the big guys in uh, Division One basketball, hmm. and then uh, some of the other guys are probably going to have to go to you know mid mid major or, or other schools that maybe that uh, you know aren't, aren't the caliber of uh, say in Arkansas or or uh, you know some of the top tier schools. Uh, my we were talking about Elohim yesterday, and it sounded like he was a five star previously before the injury. Were they on any five stars they lost out on, Richard? Oh, there were several. There, there were several guys that they, uh, uh, best I can recall off the top of my head. I'm driving right now. I, I, I don't think that they they got a visit from a five star. Now Isaiah, he was a five star right. uh, going into his junior year. He was number two in the country overall. A prospect in the country going into his junior year, he had some knee issues, and that kind of limited him uh, as far as uh, his ability and and uh, playing time. And uh, so his stock kind of went down. So if you look at that, uh, if he, if his uh, you know injury situation is uh, taken care of and he's a hundred percent, I mean you may you may be getting a guy that uh, definitely has that five star potential. Mm-hmm. And- Oh, I was going to say, and Elohim's uh, high school teammate was Bronny James. He played with Bronny James. He played yeah. with uh, Penny's Billy, kid, and he yeah. played with Pippin's kid, I saw. Yeah. yeah. You know where I learned that? In Richard's kid, column. Yeah. Oh. yeah, it was all in Richard's story. Pretty good Pretty good team, huh, Richard? I guess they won a lot of games? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I didn't even research. I just figured that they, they won everything. Yeah. What about this weekend for football? Is it a, a big uh, weekend to host recruits? Yeah, uh, we'll know more probably today and tomorrow, but uh, uh, kind of a noteworthy news that I posted about earlier in the week is Courtney Crutchfield, who obviously decommitted uh, uh, shortly before the Florida game. Uh, he, he plans to be uh, on the on the hill on, on Saturday, so that's very mm. noteworthy. Interesting. Uh, I think it's very promising. I think I think if all things, uh, you know, uh, I, I think if Arkansas recruits him like uh, you know they're capable of recruiting him, I think he'll he'll be uh, he'll end up being a Razorback. I think some of that has to do with him just being uncertain about the staff's future and uh, being a little concerned about that. He told me that he he kind of rushed his decision. He didn't make a lot of visits, so I, I think that uh, that's something that he may do during this time. But uh, it is good that he's you know, back on campus uh, a, a week later. It's good. I like it. It's good news. All right. Well, listen, Richard, thank you for the time, my friend. Great work in the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. You can check him out, Whole Hog Sports and the Democrat. Um, great stuff, per usual. And uh, he's great with recruiting, so we don't have to be. <laughs> thank you very much. We'll talk to you in, uh, in a couple weeks. Thank you, buddy. See you, man. All right. See you, guys. That's Richard Davenport on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. All right, coming up, we've got Red White Report. Thank you to Big O Tires. We also are talking at 11.10 to Quinn Grovey, who was phenomenal on Drive Time Sports yesterday. So we'll talk to him coming up in a minute. Yeah, I listen. They still our guest? Uh, they did. He's been doing that a couple years now. It's all right. Spreading the wealth a little bit. Spreading the wealth. And then uh, we've got Mayor Scott. We've got Dr. O'Malley. Just a busy day. Stay with us. What I was told was bone on bone. I was going to have to have knee replacement, and I do not like surgery. Desperate to avoid surgery, Julie decided to check out QC Kinetics non-surgical regenerative treatments. My daughter actually works in a Chapel Hill, North Carolina lab, and I sent her all of the information that I was given, and she's like, oh, mom, this is for you. I've heard great things about this. 